Welcome to Don't Do Disney. Without us. My name is Daniel. And my name is Zach. You almost forgot the name of our show, didn't you? No, I was giving you the beat that you asked me for. No, I wanted the beat on the exit. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> this, this is why we should really have show meetings instead of just, you know, passing comments in the night. It's like, yeah, yeah, give me a little more space between the without us thing, but I meant at the end of the show, not at the end of the You know what? Nobody cares. Uh, welcome back to our little show that we like to do, uh, where we talk about all the things Disney in the Disneyverse. It's redundant, but still a work in progress. Uh, Disneyverse sounds like the Disney version of the metaverse, yeah, and yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. I I want to believe that the Disney version of the metaverse is exactly like Wreck-It Ralph two. Like there's like you know characters and like floating around, and for any any real life thing, there's like you know little avatars for it. <laughs> That's what I want to believe. I want to believe it. In my heart, I believe that. Uh, anyway. That's not important. We're glad that you're here for episode eight of this little show. We have a ton of, like, just a big news dump happened this past week. For the the couple weeks before this week and last week, there didn't seem to be a ton of news. And then Disney was like, just kidding. Here's everything ever. (laughs) So let's just jump right into that, shall we? Uh, The Guardians and Galaxy Cosmic Rewind will officially open on May 27th. Uh, this year, 2022, at Epcot. Now, uh, that is not a shock to anyone because there was a a reputable leak online when when some Disney VP actually said, ah, it's opening Memorial Day weekend. So we kind of already knew that, that it was going to be. But now it's nice to have an official date. And what that now means is that hopefully we're going to be getting uh, AP previews, the annual pass previews, coming sometime soon. Uh, cast member annual pe- Cast member annual pass and DVC previews have been announced. Yeah, but we haven't gotten a date yet. Right. Yeah. So we've gotten an email saying, hey, watch your email. <laughs> we're we're going to be saying, I don't like that. I have my my email notifications turned off, right? I don't, I don't, my phone doesn't make no noise for email because I just get so much damn email. So I feel like, well, that sucks. It's like, I want to, I want to know if I get an email from Disney. So now I have to make a rule in my email that says, oh yeah, if it's from Disney, destinations or whatever then ding if it's from royal cruise you know, that's the other thing with our cruise right. like i need to check in on our cruise it's like oh we'll email you when you can i was like all right well now i have to <sighs> sneaky people anyway uh that's that's the first bit of news there are you looking forward to uh, doing an ap preview of the queue because you're not you're not gonna write <laughs> yes actually because the queue and the the, the the queue is that entire building that used to be the Ellen's, University of Energy. Yeah, Ellen's Energy Adventure and University so of Energy like, before that. If they're using that whole building for the queue, mm-hmm. and from what we know of the queue so far with the Galaxarium, that's that 30-minute pre-show or whatever it is. Wouldn't it be great if the 30-minute pre-show was Ellen's Energy Adventure? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Hey, we said we're going to put nods to past Epcot pavilions right. in this uh, ride. So right. here you go. Here you go. Y'all want it back so badly. <laughs> uh, I got to do this. You, you're, you're definitely eating your microphone tonight. So. Uh, you told me to eat my microphone, so I'm I know, eating my microphone. No, you're doing great. You're, I just, I just <laughs> want to turn you down just a little bit there. Anyway, so uh, the, the second piece of news. Go ahead. What's the second piece of news here? Uh, if you're a fan of the caramel popcorn from Caramel Kush in Epcot. Yes. Caramel Kusha? Kusha? It's German. It probably involves like a spitting noise of like caracal hush. <laughs> Something like that. But if you like that or some of the other Werther's Caramel treats, mm-hmm. those are now available at Big Top Souvenirs in Magic Kingdom. Oh. 
Uh, it was announced in honor of National Caramel Day, which was sometime last week. I don't remember the exact date, but that was nice. So we're now moving what were used to be Epcot exclusive no, treats to other parks. Not moving them, we're adding them. Oh, excuse they're me. They're not taking them away from Caramel Cook. <laughs> Right. You can still get them there. Uh, a limited time Encanto theme projection show is going to debut on April 11th. Hey, that's tomorrow. At uh, Disneyland, uh, the show several times nightly on the facade of It's a Small World. So I know that when this was first announced, the Twitterverse exploded in like, oh my God, they're retheming that Small World to Encanto. This is all blah, 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 blah. But no, it's just a projection show on the outside of Small World. And it specifically evening. uses We Don't Talk About Bruno. Right. So, was there really a big Twitter explosion about yeah. it? Yeah. It's all more IP coming in. They're, they're, now they're going to redo the small world. So, yeah. Twitter yeah. people will complain about literally anything. <laughs> they will. What's next? Uh, there was an updated menu at the table service restaurant Sana at mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom Lodge Kanani Village that debuted last week. Um, I have read the article that Disney linked about it, and it doesn't actually seem that there's a whole lot that's new. Maybe maybe it's what they just, meant like they updated the recipes for some things unless I'm just missing something. But now Sanaa has been open the longest since the pandemic, right? I believe I believe it was the first restaurant to reopen. And I think they might have had a restricted menu when they first reopened. Maybe they're just saying, "Hey, here's our, you know, we're going back to the menu that we used to have." Or cuz it I looked at it also. It looks like the same. Now I'm one of those people that once I find a dish that I love, I, it's very difficult for me to order anything else at that restaurant. So we, we, we go to Disney restaurants and often order the exact same thing every time. So it's kind of, I would always order that, whatever it was, the lamb kebab. Yeah, with the, 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 yeah. The, the lamb kebab. Yeah, I love that thing. And the bread service. And those are both still there, so I'm happy. Okay. Uh, yes, and that was the first thing that yeah. the uh, Disney person who wrote that article pointed out was, we're not taking away the bread service, don't worry. There you go. And if you've never eaten at Sanaa, don't go there. It's it's horrible. You don't want to go there. And uh, it's part of my new strategy to try to keep people from... Going to restaurants we want to get yeah, reservations yeah, exactly, at. Exactly. Oh, it's horrible. Don't go there. <laughs> it's horrible. Uh, let's see. Be Our Guest uh, is opening one hour earlier, now at 10 a.m. And now at 10 a.m.? Or it, it will be opening it now at 10 a.m.? It is now it's... opening at 10 a.m. So it is that is the hour earlier. Correct. Okay. And is now serving brunch. Uh, so... I should have let you read this one because you've got all kind of notes here that I don't. Uh, it's written in Zach hand. So I don't <laughs> I don't know what not listed yet on their Disney dining. If you go to Disney's website yes. and you go to Be Our Guest and you click on the menu, mm-hmm. right now it gives you a 404 error. But um, when I tried it earlier this week when I was notating that, mm-hmm. um, it's not the brunch items aren't listed mm-hmm. on the website and it's not listed as like a brunch menu. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a few things that they added to the lunch menu and then pushed the opening back an hour. How how can Disney have such a horrible website? It's just like their app and their website are constantly just crashing and not where it's like, come on, come on. It's 2022. Get your shit together. Come on, man. Uh, let's see. I'll just read the next one since you did that one. Uh, Disney World is earmarking 80 acres of land for a new affordable housing development. Uh, this is a project that has been in works in the works for quite some time, they say. Uh, and it uh, really w- it was kind of just an announcement that we don't know who the builder is going to be. We don't know what their definition of affordable is. We don't know 
much about it other than it's going to be on Disney property. Keep in mind, Disney owns uh, 27 and a half square miles. Uh, so, or 27,000 acres. Is it 43 and a half square miles? Anyway, uh, they own a lot of land. Disney has a lot of land. <laughs> so, uh, being on Disney property doesn't necessarily mean you're anywhere close to the theme parks. It, uh, they, they, it could be on the backside of property somewhere. So, we don't know. Uh, but a good thing is that the cast members will qualify to, to live there. So... They're saying that it'll be open for everyone, including cast members, to live there. So. Yes, and I know that there was um, there was there was some spirited debate about Disney's role in this and whether or not Disney should be doing something like this versus, say, the government doing it. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I, it's a good gesture regardless. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't you cannot have as much. Uh, you know, even New York City needs affordable housing, right? You, you've got to have people working in restaurants. You've got to have people working and doing these jobs that people are coming in there to do. And these people don't make $700,000 a year. They cannot right. afford a $2 million home. So if that's your median home price in that area and they have to, you know, live two hours away in order to commute in to work, that's that's not right. a great if, deal. If everybody who worked at Disney, regardless of what they got paid, had to drive from Tampa, yeah, that wouldn't work at all. They, then that damn Brightline train would already be built. Go ahead. What's the uh, the next thing here? Um, Disney Kite Tales, which is the uh, kite-based show that debuted to much fanfare and derision last year, mm-hmm. um, is getting a refresh in time for the summer holidays. And Disney says they are shifting the focus of the show so guests will be able to experience kite tales from anywhere around Discovery River Lagoon with shorter and more frequent performances throughout the day. So in in the articles that I've read about this, the speculation is they're going to lose the performers that are in the stadium performing, like in the place where you sit now to watch it. There are performers that come out with puppets on sticks and stuff, then they dance with the music they they have their own little bits that they do and then the kites are kind of you know circling around out in the lagoon so the suspicion is is they're going to lose that piece of it and then just have the kites kind of flying around and, and pipe the music in different places and probably shorten it down a little bit so, and they'll have those those character flotillas that you currently see out throughout the parks mm-hmm. and the waterways those will still happen but those are also going to happen in succession in yeah. between kite tails performances it's going to be very wavy there's going to be a lot of waves out in that lagoon with all the jet skis and the boats going around and everything. It'll be great. Timon will keep falling over. It'll be, hi, everyone. Uh, next, you. I did Kite Tales. You did? Yes. Oh, Toy Story Hotel is now open to the Tokyo Disney Resort. Uh, I want to say that I've seen the Toy Story Hotel at Shanghai? Is there one at Shanghai? There's, I do not There's know. one either at Shanghai or Hong Kong that I'd seen before. Uh, and they're cool. They're, it looks really, really cool. I guess Toy Story is big over there. so It does really look, from the pictures that I saw of the one at, mm-hmm. at Tokyo, it looks fun. Yeah. Which, you know, Toy Story should be fun. It does. So. All right. Next. Uh, people. We, we have nothing to say on that. <laughs> Well, I mean, we're not going to be going to Tokyo anytime soon. So, sadly, no. um, people who have been poking around on the Disney World uh, calendars, looking at park hours and whatnot, mm-hmm. have noticed that starting on June twelfth, Typhoon Lagoon will be closing later. Yeah, 
They'll be extending their hours until 7 p.m. starting June 12th, and as of the writing of the various articles, the furthest you could you could go out was June 17th, but I believe yeah. they keep those summer hours all the way through the like the end of August or yeah, so. Yeah, but I mean, this is just normal. This is no, I mean, the sun doesn't set in June in Florida until 8.45 at night, so yeah, it, it makes sense for it to stay open until 7 o'clock. That's, that's, I feel like that's just a normal thing. Like, when we had the 2 p.m. forward passes, mm-hmm. we would, oh, oh, yeah, it's better in the summer because we have like five hours right. that we could spend instead of just like four or five, you know, two or three hours. Although, really, I mean, maybe, again, we think about the parks differently, but I'm like, I don't know that I could spend an entire day at Typhoon Lagoon. I mean, I, I've, well, if we had family, like if it was a big family outing or something like that. That's and fair. We, and we had a cabana with food and stuff like that. Right. We go there. We're very spoiled. We we go there, and we you know we don't get a chair. We don't you know claim a spot and live from there. We just get a locker. We throw our stuff in a locker, and we go do the slides, and then we leave. Right. Yep. So yeah, the lazy river, the yeah. wave pool with the big waves because the small waves suck. That's right. Uh, Narcoosies is closing on June eighteenth. Okay, there you go. Well, so goodbye, Narcoosies. It'll probably never come back ever. Oh wait, <laughs> it's reopening later this year with an enhanced table service experience. Now, I you've never eaten at Narcoosies. I have not eaten yeah. at Narcoosies. I'm thinking we want to go before they close. Really? Why? Because I've never been, and I would like to experience as it is now, so that when it reopens, I can you know write angry articles about how it was better before. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. I, I seem to I I seem to recall liking Narcoosies. It was a long time ago that I ate there. But yeah, if if you want to eat at Narcoosies, then we can do that. We we have a really book schedule now, and so it's, when is it closing? June June eighteenth. It's gonna be tough. We got a cruise and all that other stuff in there. Uh, we have a cruise at the end of May. All right. All right, and I think the, we can clear some time. <laughs> the final thing you have on your list here, I I kind of disagree with, but go ahead and and you can read it. That the Expedition Everest refurbishment has been extended again. Yeah. I disagree with that. Uh, We don't know that it's been extended. They just took away it. Originally, it was supposed to reopen in mid-April, and then they changed it to say, you know, April 30th. uh, Or better yet. I don't know that there was ever a specific date. Hold on. Better yet, it was the refurbishment calendar only had it up till. uh, April 30th. It didn't have it going past April 30th. At this point in time, it still only has the refurbishment calendar still only has it till April 30th. It's just that they changed the, they took away the thing on the web, the wording on the website. It was like, so I don't think, I think this is much ado about nothing. We will, we'll see when it happens. Right. They, they haven't, they never officially announced a date when it was going to be reopened. So I don't know how you could say that there. Yeah, I think it was some nebulous, it. like springtime yeah. frame. And then they said mid-April and now they've they're just you know, yeah. it, it's under refurbishment we'll get it back to you I feel like this is one of those this is one of those inside the magic navel gazing things where you know a rock and roller coaster didn't open this morning with the park and you know it, it opened 20 minutes later it's like it's just one of those things for people to click on and to to get angry about and, and whatnot anyway, also right. yeah. I'm really sorry to tell every single one of you out there who wants this to happen Disco Yeti is never going away they can't fix him unless they take the whole damn mountain apart. That's it's not, not happening. Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> now you don't want to you don't want to back yourself into a corner here because new construction materials are available all the time. The reason that they ca- they cannot fix the existing Yeti because it's too heavy, and as it swings, it was hurting the foundation of the building. Right? They would have. To, that's why they could not fix the one that is there. If they were able to make that Yeti six times lighter. 
through some construction material or some new innovative, you know, carbon fiber skeleton thing that they could do. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know. I'm just saying it, you, they may surprise you. They the, may. The Yeti could be fixed. It won't be the it won't be the old Yeti, but because I know that was that that was the hubbub on the internet was yeah. when these articles started hitting that the refurbishment has been extended indefinitely. Yeah. Which nobody knows that for sure. Was are they going to fix the Yeti? Are they going to fix the Yeti? They're doing it. Okay, you're getting very angry about that. I'm not <laughs> angry. <laughs> you don't even ride that ride. I do. I will get there eventually. Okay. Uh. Well, that's the news for the week. Uh. That was that was quite a bit. wow. That's quite a bit of news. Um, okay, let's talk about uh, our main topic of the week, which is pretty short one tonight. We were going to talk about, we, we went to Jico for dinner last night. Which, okay, so let's set the stage here. Jico is a restaurant at Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's called Jico, the cooking place. Uh, it is one of three table service restaurants at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yes. Uh, Boma, Sanaa, and Jico. It is the... Considered the signature restaurant at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, and I got to say, it does feel more like a signature restaurant than, let's say, even the contemporary. It's, and, and this is why. When we got there and got seated, first of all, uh, the dining room is very pretty. It's, it's a gorgeous dining room. It's got a onstage kitchen so you can see them cooking. Uh, it's very lushly decorated. It's got very cool sculptures and, and, and things in it. But as you sit down in these very comfortable cushy chairs, uh, they ring over hot towels for you, right? So you can clean up with your little hot towels and they're right there to take them away for you. And I actually went to the restroom. You didn't go to the restroom, but when I went to the restroom, they don't have paper towels in the restroom. They have cloth towels, like a, a, a stack of cloth towels for you to dry your hands with. They fancy. I know. So it's like, it feels more like a signature restaurant than some of the other signature restaurants we've been to. Uh, yet the prices are, are, are a little bit cheaper than, yeah, yeah. Like probably about five bucks cheaper than let's say La Salle on the whole, uh, you know. It, so it, it is a is a wonderful restaurant, uh, and then now we'll talk about the food. So anyway, that's, I, just, I yeah. mean that that's the thing that I've done. Animal Kingdom, especially the both the park and the resort, mm-hmm. they do food very well. I, I would say some of my favorite restaurants on property, yeah, would be Jico Boma. Sanaa and uh, Tiffins. Those are those are amongst my amongst 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 my favorite restaurants there. So yeah, you're right. They are all over there at Animal Kingdom. Even uh, Satuli Canteen is my one of my favorite counter service restaurants. Yeah. And the Flame Tree is a close second. So yeah, there you go. Let's go eat at Animal Kingdom every day. That'll for all the uh, yeah. for all the unfortunate, you know, you can't get to any other park from <laughs> Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, you kind of don't need to. It's it yeah. fends for itself pretty well. Well, you need to. Except Expedition Everest is closed. So, and yeah. I mean, yeah, it's kind of a half day park right now. I like I like Expedition Everest. Uh, I know. But oh, you know what you left off the news? Uh, they announced that the birds are going to be flying again in uh, Lion King show. But that's all right. Well, that was. At, uh, we, we can talk about it. You that. have the ability to edit the document oh. as well. <laughs> I was busy. We were cleaning the RV today. So it was, it was a very busy day. Anyway, so Jico, let's let's talk about the food that we had at Jico. Now, this is not our first time eating there. We've eaten there uh, twice now, right? So we ate there once before the pandemic and then once now that they've reopened. Uh, and we a very similar situation to what we encountered with Boma, which is it was hard to get the reservation, but once we were there, there were a lot of empty tables. Right. And they're, they're kind of holding tables open for walk-ins. 
But the 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 irony there is you can't park at Animal Kingdom. Mm, you can't Lodge. park at most hotels right now unless you have a dining <laughs> reservation. reservation. So you would have to go to Disney Springs or Animal Kingdom and then take a bus to Animal Kingdom Lodge in order to experience these walk-in restaurants. Um, however, that being said, uh, the 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 food. What what would you what did you order? Um, so we had the scallops for a, an, an appetizer. appetizer. Mm-hmm. Um, very good scallops mm-hmm. served with some interesting, you know, African inspired sides. I think it was pureed sweet potato and some other. And there were some nuts in there. Yeah. And... Oh yeah, the puffed peanuts or yes. something like that. Yeah. Um, quite good. Very good. One of the only times I will say, even with the Disney markup, I don't know that it was worth the price. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got two scallops and some yeah. bases for seventeen dollars, yeah. which even for Disney, I mean, you can you you can get more scallops at an Epcot festival for like nine dollars. Yeah. So, but it was still yeah, good. Yes, still but still good. very good, very good. Um, I will say, and I noted this in our Instagram story. The bread service there, probably because it's complimentary, doesn't hold a candle to the Sanaa bread service. Yeah. I mean, it's not bad, but it's just... They, they bring you just two, bread. Yeah, they bring you two loaves of bread, two different styles, loaves of bread that they bring you. One of them's called giraffe bread, and the other one's just a... a, a it's like a sesame loaf. seed bun, basically. Yeah. Uh, I What I found interesting was the butter, the, what they called their Jico butter, which... Mm-hmm. I think has cream cheese in it. It it tasted like it had cream cheese in it. It has black salt on the top of on in the presentation, um, but I got more cream cheese than butter flavor out of it right. when I was spreading it on on the bread. Um, it's still good, but it was kind of a an interesting. I'm wondering if that's it's a combination. You know, I should have just asked because they would have told me anyway. Um, for main entrees, uh, I went with the short ribs. You went with. The filet mignon. The filet mignon. And the only reason I didn't go with the filet mignon is because the sauce that they had on it was had a chocolate in it. So and I, it's I'm a, not a fan it's of a chocolate. It's a red wine so. chocolate demi-glace. Yeah. I love um, red wine. I'm just not a fan of chocolate. So. But I didn't really taste the chocolate. But I wasn't going to wait to find that out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like That's that, fair. So. Uh, and I love short ribs. So I, I went with the short rib. Uh, it, was, it was quite good. Uh, I was less impressed with the sides that it came with. It comes on a uh, a bed of like hominy and uh, sea peas, which is apparently a, a national African dish. Uh, and then it had these carrots and mushrooms. The mushrooms were delicious, but the carrots almost felt like they were trying to do a kimchi. They were like vinegar. They were they were kind of vinegary mm-hmm. cold and vinegary carrots they the carrots just stood it just they didn't go with the with the meal other than that being said the the short ribs themselves were amazingly fantastic they 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 just fell apart on the fork uh the the sea peas and hominies was very good with the sauce that they had in there so i would give the 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 short rib an excellent i just maybe next time would ask for them to leave the carrots off but that's just me so. Or maybe switch up the sides or something. The uh, the fillet mm-hmm. um, came with three cheese macaroni and cheese, which Disney mac and cheese is hit or miss. And this was fine. Mm-hmm. It was better than some of the mac and cheese you can get in the parks, but it wasn't a whole lot to write home about. I mean, it's got how many ingredients in it? It's got yeah. macaroni and cheese, maybe a little bit of cream, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, there's very little you can do with macaroni and cheese. But and then it came with rainbow cauliflower, which was just three or four different colors of cauliflower. Mm-hmm. It tasted like cauliflower. It was fine. Yeah. 
And uh, that was it. We we did not get a dessert because we were going to go out to a, a meetup that we'll talk about in a minute. Um, and we did not get a dessert because none of the desserts sounded super great. And also yeah. Animal Kingdom Lodge has the Nyala Brownie, um, which we learned about through a Disney food blog video, which used to have a whole lot more frosting on it. But yeah. um, it is served at the Mara. It's a standard Mickey-shaped brownie with uh, peanut butter, mm-hmm. icing, and some chocolate. And it is delicious. It and is if you amazing. ask, if you ask, they will bring one to you for dessert. Yes. Like so. We could have eaten dessert at Jico. We could have asked for that brownie. They would Hi, I don't that. want any of your desserts. Can I have this other dessert that you also sell? Where in did this we do building? that? Was it Boma that they did it for us? They just... No, I think it was Jico. Oh, it was Jico. It was our first trip to Jico. Okay. We're like, hey, we heard about this and we don't know where it is. Can you uh, can you get it for us, please? Thanks. So uh, that was our, our dinner at Jico. We had, both of us had a, a drink. You had wine uh, as well, but we both had, uh, I had the Killarita. The Mount Killarita. The Mount Killarita, which is their take on a margarita, uh, which had, you know, tequila, but it had a tangerine uh, liqueur in mm-hmm. it, which which made it very good. Uh, and I liked that quite a bit. Um, I, I only had one because we had to drive to another thing. So I, I switched to iced tea after that, which I was really debating going for, they, they have a whole tea service there where they have mm-hmm. a whole bunch of different loose leaf teas that you can buy. You know, they bring out the pot, they do a big presentation of it. Um, and the only reason I didn't do that, I love chai tea. I, the only reason I didn't go with the chai tea there was because it was not quite cold enough for hot tea at that point. And um, then we stepped outside. <laughs> and then we, well, yeah, we, when we got to the meetup, which is on a rooftop bar, and it was very windy, which made it even, you know, so it was, mm-hmm. it was in the low sixties, but with the, with the wind, I mean, gusting wind, it was very cold up there. So, uh, anyway, that was, that was our experience at Jico. What was your overall take on Jico? It was good. Um, I will say I wasn't super impressed with the sides that came with my entree. Yeah. Um, so I may see next time about possibly switching them up. And in fairness, they do have sides you can purchase right. on, They've on got, a cart. You know, yeah. They they like have a, a different type of macaroni and cheese. Yeah, and a spinach uh, side that they can you can get. Uh, we were trying to eat lighter because we were going out to do something else. Right. So it was one of those, you know, we didn't want to overfill with what we but were no, eating. No, um, so. it is a signature restaurant. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's not cheap. No. But I don't think we've had a meal on Disney property where I've regretted the price when the bill came. Yeah. For the quality of the food. Yeah. Appetizer, two entrees, and you got uh, a glass of wine, and I got a tea. Because the first two drinks we paid for at the bar. Right. So uh, that all came out to what? You said like 150 160 after tip. Yeah, 160 after the tip. So uh, it was 150 before our discount, and then 160 after that. I don't, I don't want to get like that. There was an article this past week where someone said, I spent $800 for my family of four to go to Animal Kingdom for the day. And on the on the picture for that story was the picture of their receipt for breakfast at Tusker House. And it's basically listed it all out. And then in the article, they said how much they spent after tip on it. And when you look at the receipt and how much they spent after tip, she only tipped them like three bucks or something. So I want to make it clear. We got our 10% annual pass discount off of the uh, off of the 160, right? Which brought it in. And, and we tipped on the price before the discount. Right. Anyway, yeah, so... <laughs> I just want to make sure that we had that included there. Right. I tipped $30 on what was originally a $150 right, check. Okay. Anyway, let's go to, uh, we, we, we had um, Dave Cobb, who's part of the, uh, what's the name of their podcast? 
going to look it up. Uh, anyway, we, we, we've listened to it before. Uh, anyway, uh, he had invited us out. He was here in town. He invited us out uh, to, to for drinks over at Universal at the Adventura Hotel on the rooftop bar. We'd never been there before. Uh, and we went. We got to meet uh, several folks from Twitter, like Aesthetic J and a couple of other people whose names I don't remember at the moment. Rat Castle. Uh, but... Uh, we got to meet. We had a great time. It was very cold and very windy. Uh, Rat Castle is the name of their podcast. Uh, if you want to check that out, and uh, yeah, we had a great time with with them. We weren't there for very long, but we did have a great time with everyone that we met there. Um, so yeah, that was that was kind of. I just yes, not much and, to say. And, and if we were th- words, words are hard. And if you were there. And you wanted to say hi to us, and we had run away, or it was too crowded and or cold, and you were frozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Say hi to us next time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, let's get to our heroes and villains of the week. Uh, this is an even number show, so we start with heroes. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? You can go first. All right, my hero of the week is Mr. Morrow. I don't know if you've ever seen the YouTube channel of Paging Mr. Morrow, but uh, what is his name? I, I, I know his name. Is it Josh or something like that? Anyway, no, that's not somebody else. Anyway, it's not important what his name is. Nathan. It's Mr. Morrow. No. It's Mr. Morrow, and uh, I'm just going to say it again. It's Mr. Morrow. I'm just going to keep saying that just over and over. Anyway. Paging Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow. <laughs> that's actually a line from uh, Mission to Mars. Anyway, the point is, is that he was doing the Run Disney Marathon weekend that was taking place, the Spring Surprise. He was specifically running the 10-mile uh, Tower of Terror uh, run. And I've been very interested in doing a Disney run event before. And, you know, I, I've watched a couple of videos on it, but his video was so, uh, just well done. And, and, and I, I got very emotional because he was really like struggling getting through it and, and he succeeded and he was so happy that he succeeded and you watching it are just also very happy that, that he made it through it. It was a delightful video. And, uh, so he's my hero of the week, uh, because, you know, he ran a 10 mile run at, at Disney and I think that's great. And so I, I'm planning on doing a run Disney event in the future, putting it on the board right now. going to do it. So anyway, I just remember you have to be up at like 4 a.m. to sign up because they sell out super fast. I know. And then you also have to be up at 4 a.m. the day of the race to to get to the staging area. So, yeah. Anyway, that's all right. I'll, I will survive. I'll survive. So, go ahead. Who was your hero of the week? So, my, my hero of the week, continuing with our theme from the meat section, uh, is Disney table service restaurants, with the exception of most of the ones in Magic Kingdom, because, you know, see the last episode where we talked about mm-hmm. that. Maybe it was the episode before. Um and and it's it's like I said, with with very few exceptions, I can't think of a single Disney restaurant where we've been disappointed. Disney table service restaurant where yeah. we've been disappointed, or had a terrible experience, or had you know just food that was awful, or a, or service that was awful. Yeah, and maybe we're lucky. I mean, I've seen a lot of horror stories on the internet from people who say they've had bad experiences all over property maybe we've struck it lucky but on the whole for an operation that size with that many different restaurants for us to not have anything above even an average experience i would say is, is is amazing so so kudos to the the culinary team at disney um for you know being able to churn out that much food and be be that on the ball um f- okay thanks okay 
Uh, yeah, I would say my if I ever had a complaint about Disney dining for table service, it would be sometimes the service can be slow. Yes, but yes, did, not, yeah. Dis, Disney table service dining it's not a fast experience no when 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 aj puts in her caveats on restaurant reviews you know don't nosh here if you don't want to lose an hour or two of your day she means it disney table service restaurants can be notoriously slow yeah okay uh in my villain of the week uh i guess just because i feel like an old man now is the florida weather uh (laughs) we went camping and it ended up being cold and rainy that weekend and then we did that meetup last night and it It was was cold could you say it was now frozen yeah now i i get that people listen to us from all over and so you're probably thinking well it's april of course it was cold it's april but we live in florida this this is the time of year where it should be in the mid 70s in the evening not in the lower 61 with iceberg winds yeah so it's it's kind of like come on just stop this already we're tired of this winter thing can we please have we're we're officially not in winter now we're done with with cold thanks can we move along please thank you that that that's my villain of the week so so my villain of the week, we kind of already touched on, but uh, it's Disney for announcing the date for Guardians and announcing that there's going to be pass holder previews and saying an email will be coming soon, but not giving you any time frame as to what soon is. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't necessarily matter because it's not like you need to make a park reservation for that because they give you a park reservation automatically. Yes. But there are limited spots for the previews. So, I mean, everybody's going to want to get one ASAP. So, yeah. I've I've, I've seen people that are like, my inbox is is, uh, uh, worn out from all the refreshing. I'm like, (laughs) if all you're doing is sitting there waiting for the Guardian's email to come in, you Mm -hmm. might want to step away from your computer, please. Maybe we'll learn how to make a rule in your email that uh, does some kind of alert thing. So, anyway, well, there you go. That's that's My, my, My villain is Disney for causing anxiety okay uh well hey uh we appreciate you for sticking around this long in this show if you're watching this show on our youtube channel i'd like to point out we do have an audio version of this show available on itunes and spotify so if you uh can't donate the time you know dedicate the time to watching us on video and you want to you know have more freedom and listen to the audio version of it check that out it's the exact same thing it's just the audio from this video put onto uh, a feed uh but we're available on itunes google Podcasts, spotify anywhere you can find good fun are we available on stitcher probably yeah i don't actually know what stitcher is i just know i've heard about it yeah. talked about on npr podcasts yeah, <laughs> sure i'll say yes i'll say yes we are i would say even if you ask madam a which is you know the name of your echo device from amazon uh to play uh, don't do disney without us she probably could do it anyway uh that's 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 it for this week uh thank you very much for sticking around and i guess we'll talk to you again next week and we want to remind you please Don't do Disney without us.